Monday is the worst day. Monday is the best day. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Welcome to Encourage Her. Happy Monday. You know how I feel about this day. Fresh start, fresh week. You're probably sick of hearing me say it now. You've listened to me long enough. But I love Monday, and I'm going to remind you every week that it's an awesome week and that it has potential and an opportunity to encourage someone else. So take advantage of it. You are on purpose and you can share your purpose with her. Get out there and encourage somebody this week. This whole month, we are starting a new theme. It is called, You Can Do Hard Things. We heard stories of women from the Bible last month that inspired us and encouraged us. And if you notice, those stories were often hard. Those women went through tough things. They'd had hard lives and God came through for them, was there for them, even if he didn't fix it. Um, He never left them and people supported them along their journey. We talked about some relationships like Ruth and Naomi and sisterhood. This month, you're going to hear from real life women who I am in connection with that have stories that are hard and yet they encourage. So I would love for you to meet some of my friends Um, Today, you're going to meet Rachel, and I can't wait to get started. So listen in, and in the podcast notes, after you listen to Rachel and I, you can reach out to her through her um, Instagram account or listen to her podcast as well. All of that information you can find in the notes. Let's get to it. You can do hard things. Rachel? Hi. Hey. how fun is this I know I'm so excited (laughs) me too so welcome to the encourager podcast thank you thank you for having me you're welcome I thought of you right away (laughs) not this series (laughs) so sweet of you well you are my first podcast with someone else so we are like we talked about it already but you're like my guinea pig yeah so hopefully this goes well <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> so far so good um but we're this month in encourager focusing on stories of inspiration um women who are going through or have been through hard things mm-hmm. and um i'm using the phrase you can do hard things And I know that's a phrase that you use as well. Oh, yeah. All the time. Right. So I thought of you. (laughs) And so you are the first of a few who are going to be telling their story. So I just first want to thank you so much. Uh Um, I really appreciate you. And it's just so fun getting to know you. And we can talk a little bit in a minute about how we got connected. But I just wanted to take a second and just say thank you for taking your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Really. I am so honored to be on your podcast. So thank you. So much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Rachel and I got connected through encourage her Mm -hmm. and I don't even know who connected us. Yeah. I can't remember. I know it's kind of fun. (laughs) Um, I've never met Rachel in real life. Nope. (laughs) Um, I can't wait to one day. I know it's going to happen. I just know it. it's going to happen. And, um, but we are connected through encourager and we are both on pursuit to encourage women. Mm-hmm. So very similar missions, yes. very similar interests, um, mm-hmm. and backgrounds in the sense of just really having a heart for women. So I love what you do. 
I follow you. I cheer you Thank on. You. I know you do. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, you rock. So I couldn't wait to have you on the show. Um, all right. So we have a few questions for you. First, can you just tell everybody, I know a bit about you. Yes. But tell us a little bit about yourself, um, well, however you hear that question. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know me, I am Rachel. Um, I am a online fitness coach with Beachbody. I've been doing that. It'll be two years this summer, which kind of started my whole journey with uh, connecting with others and inspiring others and just being really positive and helping others kind of see their worth in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then like Joe said, I'm a promoter with Encourage Her, which I love very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have my own podcast called Inspire You, which I do every week and I love just having that as another platform to um, inspire others and encourage others and motivate others as well. Yeah. And boy, do you do it. I suggest (laughs) everyone who's listening right now to right after this, go right to her podcast. Um, She shows up every week. Do you have a certain day you show up? I tend to listen to you on a certain day, but is there a certain day you drop a new podcast or is it just weekly? It's usually on Fridays. Okay. Typically Friday. But inspire you with Rachel. Check it right after that. <laughs> Start subscribing. <laughs> so you just do so many positive things. And every time I hear you, mm-hmm. you know, you're honest. Yes, I try to be very honest with everyone. Everyone likes to say that I'm very raw and very real. And that's what I love to hear from others as well. Like mm-hmm. when I search for other people to connect with, I love when people are very honest, not afraid to be themselves, like just straight to the point. Yeah. And that, so unfortunately that is something I see like women have a harder time with. Mm-hmm, for you sure. You feel like that's true? Yes, absolutely. And like, that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when we really begin the process of mm-hmm. either like self change or just really connecting to other women. So for sure. I really admire that about you. And although you're uber positive <laughs> and you are consistently showing up to encourage women in lots of ways, mm-hmm. um, I know you have hard things yes, and yeah. you don't hide them. Nope. You know, you put them out there, yeah. but I thought, I know for sure that through your story, someone will hear it and be encouraged based on their hard thing. Cause we all right. have hard things. Of course. I, exactly. And that's what I tell people all the time too, Joe is like, we're human. Like we're bound to break at some time. We're bound to be negative at some time. You know, maybe we'll fall down sometime. I mean, but that, that's what makes us human, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And by hearing someone else's hard thing and seeing how they're dealing with it, even if it's not Mm -hmm. exactly our hard thing, Mm -hmm. we can glean and learn something, even if it's sheer inspiration and motivation to keep going. For sure. For sure. So what would you describe as your, I mean, I know in seasons there's can be many hard things, mm-hmm. but when you hear that question, like, what is your hard thing? What is it that you think of? So I'll, I'll kind of give you a little bit of a backstory for those that don't know me or don't know exactly my hard thing that I, I actually love. I've grown to love talking about, mm-hmm. because like you said, Joe, like if we don't share the hard stuff, you know, like how can others really relate or connect or can kind of grow themselves when they hear it. So um, when I was 19, I was going to like a regular eye doctor checkup, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was getting new glasses and I was doing one of the tests that, you know, they make you go through in order to get new glasses. And 
the lady kind of stopped and she's like, you know, there might be something on one of your tests that I don't like. And she's like, I don't want to freak you out. I don't want you to get worried. It's probably nothing, but I want you to see a retinal specialist. So I went to actually quite a few retinal specialists, had many different tests, exams, MRIs, like everything you can think of. Um, And finally, they sat me down and they said, you have a eye condition called retinitis pigmentosa or RP and you are losing your vision. Wow. So I don't know about anybody out there, but when you're 19, you're just, you know, you're starting to really live your life. And I had just gotten done with driver's training. And obviously, I cannot drive because of it, because it's, right. it's way too dangerous. Um, I have no night vision. I have very little peripheral vision. Um, thank God I have, I still have my central vision. But, mm. you know, that is definitely... Um, a lot to handle, especially at 19, you know, sitting across from someone saying that to you. And then you're kind of left with, well, what do I do now? You know, where do I, where do I go from here? What am I supposed to do? And it can be really gut wrenching, especially, um, at such a young age, you know, such a, such a shock to your system. Mm -hmm. And I just remember becoming so depressed And I just walked around like pretending I was okay when really like deep down inside, I, I was just a mess, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think over the years, cause I'm going on, I think almost eight years of dealing with this and, and, you know, I always say you grow through what you go through. And, you know, years ago I could barely talk about it or barely mention the name of it. And now I'm to the point where I love talking about it. I'm proud to talk about it because, again, like you said, if we don't talk about it, then maybe someone else who has the same condition I do or even something similar, maybe they don't know how to cope with it or what to do next or where to go next, you know? Yeah, right. And I'm sure before – now, before you got this diagnosis, had you ever heard about it? No, I had no idea what it was. And – the funny thing, well, not really funny, but the thing supposedly more of a genetic disease. So a lot of times when someone's diagnosed with it, someone else in your family has it or has um, eye issues, or a lot of times they say it's um, to do with your parents, like your mom or your dad. And both of my parents have fine vision. No one else in my family has bad vision. So it was kind of just like a really don't know type of thing like a shock yeah exactly so they have me um I actually just had a checkup about two weeks ago and they had me do a genetic testing because right now they're having everyone do it um for free actually because they're trying to find some type of treatment some type of cure and there's actually different forms of RP So depending on what type you have, there might be a certain treatment or a certain test or something that can help slow it down because um, I guess it's one of those diseases where you can't really say how fast it's getting or how worse it's getting or when it'll all, you know, kind of 
go dark or go like tunnel vision in on you. So, right. And I'm sure it's individual to each person yeah. as well. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, 19 to get news like that. Mm-hmm. I know. And you're such an encouragement, Rachel. <laughs> Thank I you. mean, really, despite, right? Despite right. you right. still encourage mm-hmm. and you still inspire and you have so much positivity to bring when people could say you have mm-hmm. so much negative reason. You have oh, so much reason sure. to be negative. Mm-hmm. And yet you choose every day. And I'm, yep. I know it's not easy every day to choose that. Right. And I'm honest about that. Right. And I, I used to be very negative and I tell people that and they're like, you know, like, no way. But yeah, I can't picture that. (laughs) But I think, I think when anyone goes through such a hard thing like that, it's, it's so easy to go the negative route Hmm. until one day you just have almost like a wake up call of like, well, you still have a life to live. You still have things to do. So you might as well find the positive in it instead of being so negative. Well, and that's so true. And yet I love it because you not only did that, you not only mm-hmm. made that choice for yourself, you mm-hmm. also share it with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really do feel that's what we're called to do is share our stories. And for sure. Not that we're always ready right away. Like you, it sounds like you had to go through a process to get ready. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I said, I was very depressed for a long time. I even went to emotional eating for comfort. You know, one of those, if I'm sad, I'm going to eat. If I'm mad, I'm going to eat. And then at one point I looked in the mirror and I was like, who am I? Like, what am I doing? Mm. And I think that's when it was like, okay, you got, you have to make changes. You have to go the positive route because you still have a life to live. You still have, you know, so much to do at such a young age too. So, so much wisdom. You gained so much wisdom. For sure. Yes. For such a young age, you know, it's a lot. So I'm curious, like throughout that process, it sounds Mm -hmm. like you went through some hard times, Mm -hmm. obviously, um, going through the journey of getting to a place where you are now. Mm -hmm. Were there people along your way who encouraged you? Um, Like specifically, does anyone stand out and how did they encourage you? What what did you find encouraging in yeah. those hard times? Yeah. So I always, and I talk a lot about this as well um, on social and with everything that I do, I am very, very blessed to have the most amazing support system from day one. Um, in fact, after I was diagnosed, my mom, of course, who is like, she's my rock. She's where I get all my strength from. Mm. Um she was like any mother would do. She wants to help her baby. She wants to help her, her child, you know, figure out what to do. So she actually went online searching for like different support groups or different places of, like I said, we had no idea what to do next. So she was kind of like Googling or searching for anything. And she came across some type of blog that was talking, um, about the Foundation Fighting Blindness, which we are both members of. I'm on the board, um, and she, I think she's about to be on the board as well. Um, Mm. But she had posted in there and not realizing it was connected to my Facebook. So she posted in there, and then it kind of posted to my Facebook where Mm. everyone could see it. And so right away, I had all of these messages from friends, family, family, coworkers, like everyone saying, are you okay? Like, what can I do? What 
are you know, are you going to be all right? Like what's going on? I've never heard of this. I mean, Mm. from day one, I just had all of these people, you know, supporting me so much. Um, but I always say my mom is my, my biggest supporter. Um, she always tells me every single day, no matter what, if it's a good day, a bad day, um, a day with like a migraine, cause that's another thing that you get a lot with um, mm. this condition. She always tells me, you got to keep fighting. You got to keep going. You cannot give up. You know, we have to keep going. We have to keep living our life. Yep. And she just has always been my support system through everything I've, I've gone through. And I, I don't know what I would do without her. So. So amazing. Yeah. She sounds amazing. Maybe she'll be next week. (laughs) (laughs) I got to meet your mama. (laughs) Exactly. You should. Yeah. She keeps saying she wants to talk on mine and I'm like, let me know. Let me know. I would love to have you on mine. (laughs) Oh, she's so great. Um, It's just amazing. And I think, you know, one of the reasons I asked that because I know you can probably relate to this too. Yeah. When someone is going through something and you don't know about it, mm-hmm. you know, it's something you're not in, like, just like you, you were in shock, you know, with your own diagnosis, but right. when someone's going through something you haven't been through mm-hmm. or you do, you just don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like often as people, we just unintentionally avoid those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, you yep. know, maybe we watch from afar and maybe we're praying for them and they don't even know. Right. But, or, you know, just thinking of them and praying for them. But we often miss the opportunity to encourage someone in those hard times because of our lack of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we feel insecure. Right. In encouraging. Yep. And it's really not about like, I don't know if you feel this way too, but yeah. in times that I've had hard times, like I always think of losing my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what people said. Oh yeah. You know, there was no wrong thing right. that they could have said. The fact that they were showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, is what I remember. Yep. You know, it's like never not encourage because you never know what words are going to hit someone in the right way or what they need at a certain time. If you feel led to encourage them, regardless of your words and your knowledge, right. just encourage them. For right? sure. And like I said, all these people, some, some of them were, I had just started jazzercise, which is like dance fitness. And Mm -hmm. I still barely knew anyone or even the instructor really. And the instructor was reaching out saying, what can I do for you? What do do you need? What, what can I do to, to help or to support you or anything you need? You let me know. And I mean, I barely knew her at the time, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. I love watching you do jazzercise. It's so fun. You look like, I'm like, I want to do that. I've never tried it. I got to try it. I got to get on this jazzercise. It's just like so energy inducing. It looks so fun. It is. It is. Um, and I could see how that probably really brought joy to your life. Mm-hmm. Jazzercise. For sure. For sure. Mm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that hard thing. I know, I know you're not shy about it. No, I'm not. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, means a lot, you know, for yeah. other people to hear different stories for sure. and to remember that we all have things, you know? Mm-hmm. So along the way, you know, obviously people we, we, we've, you know, you've said how many people you've just felt so supported, which is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, were there, um, words, phrases, I know you're a faith girl, but were there yes. like scripture whether verses or even just a catchphrase, something huh. that kind of got you through when people weren't there or when you're laying in your bed at night by yourself, yep. you know, those moments alone, were there words or phrases 
or verses that kind of resonated with you and gave you hope. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you probably already know this about me, Joe, but I, I love quotes and sayings and anything encouraging or inspirational, anything like that. I have a ton in my room. Um, one of them is just a quote by Audrey Hepburn and Mm -hmm. it says, nothing is impossible. The word itself says I am possible. Mm, Love that. Yeah. That was one of my favorites as like a reminder that nothing really is impossible, even when we do think that way. Um, and then another one, my grandma, before she passed, she would always say it to me and my mom, because like anyone, we have multiple hard things we go through or whatnot. And she used to always say, God only gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Mm. And that has always stuck with me. And I, I use it all the time. And every time I hear it, it just, it makes me want to be strong, you know? Mm. It encourages you. Yes, for sure. For sure. And boy, are you a strong soldier girl. Oh, thank you. I mean, your spirit is strong, Mm -hmm. but your body is too. Like, you know, the whole picture and you get it that it's mind, body, spirit. You can't just like have one, you know, it's a three part thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I love the Audrey Hepburn. I don't know if I've heard that before. Yeah, that's one of, I can't remember where I first saw it, but I just, I loved it so much. My mom actually got it uh, framed for me and it hangs in my room right when I walk in. So whether I'm like working out or doing work or whatever I may be doing, it's like staring right at me. So that's incredible. So a couple more things before we let you go. Yeah. I'm so grateful for your time, but I want to be respectful of it. Um, (laughs) What would you say through, through this hard thing, right? This diagnosis Mm -hmm. at 19 years old, Mm -hmm. having to really grow up quick, I imagine, um, mature fast. What would you say has been your biggest lesson? What has it taught you? I'm sure many, many things. Yeah. When you hear that question, like what you think is the biggest or maybe most important lesson that you've gained from it? I think the biggest lesson it has taught me is to never give up hope or faith or anything like that. Um, I always say, you know, God works in mysterious ways because I, like I said, I had just um, another checkup like two weeks ago and they told me um, it's still moderate. So I still have it. Okay. But they did say that they were so impressed with my vision and how good it is that it's one of the best cases that they've seen in a really long time for someone that has RP. So talk about like, uh, it gives Mm. me chills every time I talk about it. But um, so it definitely has taught me to just never give up, never give up, always keep fighting because you never know what could happen. And I mean, miracles happen every day. So yeah, that's right. That's right. And I believe it. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And I feel, um, this wasn't planned, but a lesson that I've learned from you oh. <laughs> is that, um, and just by watching you is that I knew your story mm-hmm. and I know that that's out of your control. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, me- like all of our lives, you know, regardless of our circumstance, but you have an awareness that it's out of your control, which is really hard mm-hmm. to live in that space to know I can do I can do little about this, right. you know, however, you know, there are things you can control mm-hmm. and you do those things to bring you joy. Yep. 
and to remind yourself, even having quotes around your room, like I didn't know you had that. And that's a perfect example. That's mm-hmm. something you can control. Right. Right. The, the What you take in. Right. And how you choose to move your body every day. And even if you don't want to, <laughs> you know, that's right. you go hard every day. I see you take rest days. I see you stretching. Yeah. I see you drinking your water. You're doing all the things you can do. Right. Yeah. And that's not easy. It takes work um, and intention. But you, I, I, I'm certain that that is impacting your health. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that is one of the reasons outside of miracle too. Yeah. That, that your health is so good, you know, that because you're so intentional. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that from you that, you know, it's a beautiful example of controlling what you can control and not holding too tight to it. You know, yeah. you know, you can't ultimately control it, but that you can control what you control and you're going to do that. You're going to show up every day to do that. Right. Super inspiring, girl. Thank you. Um, last thing, I'm just going to leave you with one more question. Okay. And I'm thinking of the women listening. Yes. They may not have your diagnosis. Right. They may not know anyone who has your diagnosis like you yourself went through. Mm -hmm. But we all got, we all have hard things. Mm -hmm. And what would be, I know you have lots of advice because you just show up all the time for women, (laughs) but what would you say would be like your greatest piece of advice for someone who's going through a hard thing right now? Um, I would say, you know, first and foremost, never give up. You, you, I know so many times I, I tell people this too. It's so, it's easier said than done a lot of times, but you can't give up. You have to keep fighting no matter what it is you are going through, no matter what battle you are facing. Um, another thing I think has helped me so much is like a daily routine of devotional and journaling. And I even tell people, you know, even with my podcast, I know for some, it's so inspirational for you guys out there, but it's almost very therapeutic for me in the sense of mm-hmm. getting my emotions out and getting, you know, um, just all my thoughts out there and kind of processing it that way in a sense. Um, yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So I think that you can never give up hope. You, your faith has to be bigger than your fear for sure. Um, and you know, miracles happen every day. You, you never know what could happen, you know, just keep, living your life to the fullest and do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, you know, that's all that matters. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Keep going girl. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you again, Rach, for so much for taking the time. I know you've got plenty of things you could be doing and you chose to be here. And I, I don't, you know, take that for granted. And you are the first. So we did it. (laughs) Yay! Thank you so much for having me. That was so much fun. Oh, it was fun. We keep talking forever. Um, Tell the ladies where they can find you on social or how they can reach you if they want to reach out and find you. So on social, um, I believe I'm Rach Mueller one on social. Um, My podcast is Inspire You. And that's on um, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Awesome. And you know what I'll do as we're talking? I'll put it in the episode notes. Okay. So if they want to contact you and reach out to you, um, drop you a note of encouragement yourself, girl, because the encourager needs encouragement. <laughs> For sure. Um, they can do that. All right. Well, have a great day. Thank you, you too, Joe. Thank you so Thanks much. for being here. And I'll see you on Instagram in like two minutes, I'm okay. sure. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.